The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase and I am so glad to be with you today. Today we are going to be talking about fear again, but not just what is fear. We covered that in the show on February 10th as to what is fear, what causes fear, and all of that. Today, We'll be talking about how to heal fear. It's a very important thing to do. But before I get into that, let me just say you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter and LinkedIn and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And don't forget to head on over to voiceamerica.tv. I do have a television show over there. It is about gardening and gardening mindfully and I regularly will be putting up videos and since in the northern hemisphere here it is heading into spring and time to plant our gardens but how do you do that mindfully I'd also like everybody to know that this show is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and always, always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So, fear. Let me just kind of briefly go over what is fear. And it can always be used as a little moniker of false evidence appearing real. And really, it's not false evidence because in our minds and in our hearts, That evidence is as real as it can be. Now, it may not be true, and it may be a negative thing that is causing fear, but it is real no matter how you look at it. So, what do you do about that, and where do you get it? Well, you get the fear from your beliefs. And your beliefs are something that you either create or 
that you inherited. Now, for some of you that have not listened to this show regularly, you may think, what's this about inheriting my beliefs? Don't we just all get beliefs as soon as we start being able to interact with the world? And yes, we do get those beliefs. However, we can inherit beliefs from our parents who inherited those beliefs from their parents who inherited those beliefs from their parents etc etc and in the world of energy healing it is a fairly accepted thing that generation upon generation can give us our beliefs whether they are negative or otherwise. And you may have heard the expression, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And uh, Or if you haven't heard that expression, it makes a lot of sense when it comes to how we are. And it all comes back down to our beliefs. And yes, if we have created a belief as a small child, that certainly can affect us. And, you know, that can happen anytime between the age of zero to about age 12, believe it or not. And it's because, as a small child, our brains are still developing. They are always in what is called a delta theta brainwave state, which is not a logical brainwave state. And so something happens to us as a small child or as an infant, we can interpret that in any of a number of ways. Because we were designed, we were created to be alive. And that is our basic instinct is to stay alive no matter what. And that basic instinct is also to seek pain, I mean to seek pleasure, (laughs) and avoid pain. So when something happens to us as a small child that might have caused pain, like maybe something as simple as not getting a toy as soon as we wanted. It was painful in our little undeveloped, unlogical minds that it was painful not to get that toy. And so the older we get, that toy may be the newest, latest, greatest device, computer, automobile, whatever. And if we don't get it, it's causing us pain that we're not aware of because these beliefs that we created or that we inherited are deep, deep, deep in our cellular memory. So how does that work? Well, a belief is energy. What else 
could it be? When we have energy, which is everything, even looking at a rock, that rock has energy. It vibrates at a certain speed. Our bodies vibrate at a certain speed. And so how do you look at a belief, a memory? It's something that's not real in the sense you can touch it and feel it with your hand. But it is something real in the sense that it is made up of energy. Let's just take, for example, you have a memory about something. And let's just go back to that example that I used about not receiving a toy. And even if you have to make up that memory right now, what does that memory look like? Does it look like you seeing a toy just out of your reach and nobody is bringing it to you? Look at the words look like. That memory is something that is an image in your mind. It's a picture in your mind. And a picture is made up of energy. And the belief that we created is made up of energy. Folks, you cannot touch, feel, or appreciate energy, a belief, like you can that rock, even though it is made of energy. So we developed a negative belief. And when something happens to us to trigger that belief, like not getting that toy causes pain. And my basic instinct is to cause pleasure. And when something is about to cause pain, it triggers what is called the fight or flight response. Now, when we have a fight or flight response, which is also called the stress response and the fear response, when we have that fight or flight, our reaction is, again, instinctual. It makes us want to either run away from that thing or stand and fight. And how do you stand and fight? Well, it's different for each and every person. So let's put it back to now that you have this fear memory of not getting that toy, and that toy is the next latest, greatest computer uh, home sound system, whatever, and you're not getting it because of any of a number of reasons, it is triggering that fight or flight response. And what happens with that fight-or-flight response is it's flooding your body with the hormones that you need to either run away or stand and fight. Unfortunately, if you're not actually standing and fighting, your body is being flooded with the hormones called cortisol or adrenaline. And cortisol is a great thing if you need to run away. However, it's stops our immune system from working well. It stops our guts from digesting. It stops our thinking brain from thinking. 
So when we are in a fear response, we are not thinking, we are not digesting our food, and we are not fighting off all of any number of viruses and bacteria and diseases that may be coming our way because our immune system is shut down. I get into this in a lot more detail on that show on February 10th of 2017. Let's just suffice it to say, if you are living with a fear response, and just that one example that I just gave is not the only thing that we're living with. We have developed dozens of beliefs that are not necessarily true. And if they're not true, then it is considered a negative belief. Not only have we developed those as we move along in life, but we have inherited perhaps dozens of them. Some of them are just kind of going in the background there of your thought process in the subconscious, but some of them are running 24-7 in the thought process. That is what is going on with a person that has a severe form of PTSD. It's running 24-7 in their subconscious mind. It's sitting there trying to keep them safe. And in doing so, it is triggering negative response. It is is triggering that fight-or-flight response 24-7. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will talk about how to begin healing these negative beliefs and that fear response so that we can move on in life. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. 
If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the show and thanks for sticking with me. Today we are talking about healing those fear responses that we have and basically what you will be doing to heal those fear responses is healing the beliefs that you have developed at a cellular level. So I just before the break I went over how Fear gets into us and becomes a part of our beliefs. And whether it is logical or not, it is there. And we all have them, folks. It's not something that some people do have and some people don't have. And when we are sick, it is because we are under stress. And We are under stress most of the time because of our belief systems. Now, if you were able to completely relieve all of that stress because you had absolutely zero negative beliefs, then you might just live for a very, very long time. But folks, it is in the way I believe, in my opinion, That's not going to be possible, but it is possible to heal a great deal of those beliefs and a majority of them so that even though we may not live forever, (laughs) we can live long and healthy. So we've got this conversation going in our subconscious. And the first thought a person has is, well, I've got this negative conversation, so let me just start having a positive conversation about this thing. And that's great. That would be absolutely wonderful if you could have that positive conversation with yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And maybe by putting on a headset and wearing a ear loops or whatever with an mp3 playing with that positive statement 24 hours a day 7 days a week you might be able to beat the negative conversation but most likely you would be actually causing more damage than good So what do you do? It begins to feel like that it's hopeless. You know, we've got these negative beliefs. We've got this negative conversation going on. And it's hopeless. Well, it's not hopeless. It really is not. There are three parts that really need to be healed in order to begin healing those fear conversations. And One of them is the body. Yes, we do need to heal the body. The other is our mind. Now, I'm talking about the conscious mind. What many people say is our left brain talking. 
And the third thing to heal, and in my opinion, the most important, is the spirit, which is who we are. We are who we believe we are. And those beliefs are part of our spirit. And some people call that the right brain, the non-logical brain. I'm not so sure that I agree with that wholly because those negative beliefs are not just in our brain. They're everywhere in every single cell of our body. And so here we are. We have this negative belief and we need to heal these three parts. Well, what do we do first? I wish I could say, yes, you've got, you heal the body first, then you heal the soul, and then you heal the spirit. And I don't think that it can be done that way. I think you have to work on all three at the same time. Because in my way of thinking, if you can't, don't heal those negative beliefs, and if you have those negative conversations going on, which is causing the stress, which causes the dis-ease, then you're kind of in a vicious circle. You heal the body from one thing, but then it gets sick again because you still have those negative conversations. So do you heal the logical brain first? I would say no, you don't heal that first because you know what? Our logical brain is shut down when we are under stress. So you can heal some of those logical things that come up to you on a frequent basis. Like, well, let's just take for example, has it ever happened to you that you start creating a future something that is negative? I'll bet you have. I'll bet every one of you listening has done that. I know I do that all the time myself. It's called worry. (laughs) And what is worry? But creating something that is negative that's not even happening. But we're worried that it's going to happen. That is illogical. But you know what? We cannot live in that logical brain. We need to go where we have the creative parts of ourselves creating positive things so our logical self can move with that positive thing. So rather than creating a negative worry about something, create a positive something about that thing. Let's just take a simple example. If I don't pay that bill because I don't have the money right now, 
I'm going to be hauled off to jail. I'm going to be beaten up by thugs. I'm going to be poor the rest of my life. And whatever that picture looks like. Did you create that picture as those pictures as I was speaking them? How about you do this? If I pay that bill, I will be relieved. I will be better off. I will be on my way to success. Whatever that looks like to you. That's what is all about creating the positive. But why did you create the negative? Because you have fear beliefs. You have negative beliefs in every single cell of your body. So here is the first step for you to take to begin healing those fear memories. Is notice them. Notice when something comes up. Whether it is creating a worry about something like paying a bill, a worry about I'm going to lose my job, a worry about anything. And whatever that picture looks like to you, change it. The instant you see that picture, change that picture to something positive. And if you can't think of anything positive to go, deny that picture. Just sit there wherever you are, even if you're driving to work or driving away from work. Shake your head and say, no, no, no. This is not true. This will not happen. Folks, I have to do it myself because I'm human just like the rest of you. These things happen to me as well. So that's the first step. Notice and respond to what you have just created negatively. Respond with a positive creation. Because we are all creative individuals. We were all made to be creative. And unfortunately, if you're creating the negative all the time, then you will be experiencing the negative all the time. It's a hard thing to sit back with. There are lots of techniques to begin healing these negative beliefs that we have. So let me get into some detail about those techniques when we come back from the break. So folks, don't go away.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show, and thanks for sticking with me. I'd just like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my website, thehealingwhisper.com, as well as Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. So we have been talking about healing those fear memories. And the first thing, just before the break, I suggested is that you start noticing when worry starts coming up. That is a fear memory that needs to be healed, that is creating whatever negative thing that you are experiencing. And just to simply create the opposite the positive thing that could happen. Now, fear is really the opposite of love. You may think that the opposite of love is hate, and yes, it is, but what is hate but fear? Fear is an absolute, pure, negative thing that we've got going on. And when we've got fear... We don't have love. And love is where we are wanting to go. Every single one of us as human beings desire three things in our lives. And it is love, joy, and peace. So at this point, I would recommend a book by Dr. Alex Lloyd. And it's called The Love Code. And the love code is a way of healing these fear memories using stepwise methods just to go about healing these fear memories. And there are about 12 areas that need to be healed. And I will briefly go over those areas. And really, One of the things that needs to be healed is what we've already talked about is our current beliefs or programming, as it were. They need to be changed. And then there are the real-time circumstances. And when those real-time circumstances happen, like 
earlier in the show, I was talking about you didn't get that automobile, and it is triggering that external to our current internal programming. And really, then there's those lies that we're telling ourselves about ourselves. You might want to call it a falsehood, but a lie is a lie. And we just have misinterpreted something, either because we weren't old enough to interpret it correctly, or for whatever reason, we have misinterpreted. And I've already talked about how we are constantly seeking pleasure versus pain. And that is our programming. However, are we seeking pleasure at the expense of not only our well-being, but everybody else's well-being that we have a relationship with? And it's about not always seeking pleasure for everything. And then it's about fear versus love or insecurity versus security, insignificance versus significance. And are we trying to control people, control situations? Or just simply have the faith, the trust, the belief, the hope that that situation, which folks, I hate to tell you this, we cannot control any situation, any one. We can only maintain control over ourselves and maintain it in a healthy way because there is unhealthy control over ourselves. And are we reacting or responding to a situation? Are we looking at a situation with selfishness or loving? How do you tell the difference between a selfish, selfish action or a loving action? A loving action is something that you do no matter what. No matter if it brings pain, no matter if it brings pleasure. A selfish action looks like you only do something because it will bring pleasure to you and you only. And are we seeking success, happiness, and health? Or are we in that failure, unhappiness, and illness situation? Some interesting things to ask. And they are covered in great detail within Dr. Lloyd's book, The Love Code. Now, in healing these three parts that need to be healed, you can use energy medicine for all three. You can use physical medicines for the body, even natural medications for the body. 
But you need to heal those beliefs because no matter how many medications, natural or otherwise, that you stuff in that body, it will not heal unless those beliefs are healed. And how do you heal those beliefs? Well, folks, it is with energy medicine. Because remember at the first part of the show, I was talking about how those beliefs are all energy. And I mentioned that you could consider that belief a negative programming, like a computer virus, if you will. And you need to remove it. And it needs to be replaced with the opposite If you do not know what your negative belief is, then it's not important. Just know that you do carry negative beliefs. And you need to start making statements. Now, notice I did not call them affirmations because an affirmation can be dangerous in that if it is an affirmation that you do not believe down to your cellular level. Let's just take a common affirmation that is out there in the self-improvement world or the success world. A very common affirmation is, I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. Well, you know what, folks? If you do not believe that you're a millionaire, or if you're not actually a millionaire, then making that statement is not going to work, and it will cause stress, because it's going against what you already believe. Now, if you were to change that belief of I am a millionaire or I will be a millionaire, I am becoming a millionaire, I desire to be a millionaire. If you change that wording such that it is more action related rather than this is the way it is related, then you're probably not causing the stress. So here is a good example of making a statement of action. And this relates to any area that you're working on healing. First words is, I desire... That's something that you want. I desire and ask, or you could use the word pray, to give up whatever it is that you're giving up. And in that previous example, I desire and pray to give up becoming a millionaire so that I can be successful, happy, and healthy. It's about giving it up. 
not controlling. Then there is another energy medicine way of replacing these negative beliefs. And that is something that I have spoken about for these last two years of the show. And it is the healing codes. It is my favorite way of changing energy. Changing those negative beliefs. You can go back to any of a number of my shows in the past. Just search the healing codes and you will find out not only about how the healing codes work, but how to use the healing codes. And they do. They do replace those negative beliefs, those untrue beliefs, with positive ones. And, you know, the healing codes are not the only energy medicine out there to replace these negative beliefs. I have had guests with all sorts of different modalities that are out there to replace those negative beliefs. Uh, Just a couple of weeks ago on the 24th of February, my guest was Nick Kadoski. And he talked about the emotion code. And I have had various people. I've had even a medium, a psychic medium, talk about replacing those memories. I have had, um, let's see, I'm looking back here. Um, Ellen Kratka talking about using a different energy medicine modality but you know folks it all comes down to the same thing it all comes down to replacing those negative fear memories with positive ones so now what do you do when you have all of these negative things and you're working on these healing modalities What do you do about the rest of the part of the body that is not reacting so great? There are other things that can help us along. Things like music. That to me is the favorite thing to help us along. Because proper music in the proper vibration or In sound technology wording, it's called Hertz. Not H-U-R-T-S, but H-E-R-T-Z. And specifically, when healing fear, we're looking at a Hertz of 396. 396 Hertz. Folks, when we come back from the break... I'll get a little bit more into these other energy healing modalities. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? 
Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, and this is Dr. Marianne Chase. And today, we are talking about healing those fear memories. And uh, just before the last break, I was beginning to talk about other energy healing modalities that will help us along when we are using an energy modality to get the negative belief relieved. And uh, I was speaking about music, specifically music that is played at the Hertz of 396. And I would encourage you to check out shows that I have had uh, just last week with Jill Matson. Third on the 3rd of uh, March, and a year previous with Jill on the 11th of March of 2016. I've also had a guest named Ted Winslow, who spoke about the healing frequencies of music on the 16th of September, or no, the 2nd of September in 2016. And the very first music guest was a fellow named Elio who lives in Australia. And that was on, let's see, April 3rd of 2015. All of these individuals have music that you can get that will help along speed up, as it were, that healing process when you are using an energy modality to get rid of that negative conversation. There's biofeedback that helps. And I had a guest a couple of weeks ago. Her name was Karen Williams on, actually it was the 3rd of February, that uh, she has a biofeedback app that you can put on any of your mobile devices. And let me tell you, folks, 
It is an incredible app. Not only did I have her just this past February 3rd of 2017 as a guest, but then I had her in October 30th of 2015 as a guest talking about this app. And when you use biofeedback, folks, it is using frequencies to help alter that negative energy that is going on. I had a guest back in March of 2016. His name was Richard Eaton, and he talked about energy patches. These are just patches that you can put on your shoulder, your left shoulder specifically, that alter the energy of the body. They are designed to change the basic healing properties of the body, to begin to let the body heal itself because it's in better balance. And they are incredible patches. I think I need to bring Richard back as a guest. And, you know, something as simple as your handwriting can change the energy that you are experiencing and can help you heal. I had a guest. Her name is Edith Nam. Delightful woman. Back in 2015, both in July and September of 2015, where she talked about how handwriting can change your life. All of these things make a huge difference. I've had guests on how your voice, learning to use your voice, can help you heal. All of this seems so remarkable, and it can all seem overwhelming. But all it takes is a little bit at a time. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be introducing you all to a brand new energy healing modality using light. Think about it. Light is energy. It can be nothing but energy. I mean, you can't hold on to light. You can see it. How does how do you see it? Well, it's because you are created with eyes to bring in that light energy. But you know what? When you're using light to heal, you don't have to have eyes and vision because the light in and of itself is energy. But I don't want to get into too much detail. Just come and listen on the 24th of this month about healing using light. Folks, there is so much out there to help us heal. So much more than just a pill. We as a culture have forgotten how to heal. And it is more than just the body. It is healing the body, the soul, and the spirit. It is about 
healing the heart. What is the heart, by the way? I talk about this all the time on all my shows. Heal the heart. Well, I don't really have enough time to get into that today with what time is left in the show. Let's just suffice it to say that the heart is who you are. And ancient texts have always talked about the heart. And because it's such an important thing, I'm going to devote my show next week to the heart. What exactly is the heart? It's more than you think. You know, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, the ancient text, sometimes it's in the Bible, sometimes it's in other texts, talks about this heart. And King Solomon talked about guarding the heart. Because you know, it is who we are. And we need to guard our hearts just like we guard our bodies. King Solomon did say that above all else, Guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And that is everything, folks, everything you do, whether it's reacting or responding. And I encourage you all to respond. And I will remind you, when you have a worry coming up, if you have a negative thing going on that you're creating, Please stop, respond, say no, go away. That's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. And create something positive out of it. That, folks, is what guarding your heart is all about. I also encourage every single one of you, please check back on those previous shows because that's what they're here for. They're here for you to learn how to heal yourself. Heal your heart, heal your fears, so that your mind will not shut down, so that your immune system will not shut down, so that your digestion will not shut down. And the soul that you can live life. Isn't that what it's all about, living life? Living it in love, not in fear. So until next week, when we talk about the heart, continue to guard it. Blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the healing whisper, a return to peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.